Hi, hi, and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast wherein I hit Montan. And I'm. And then, so what Josh usually does is he okay. guesses the Pokemon that I'm riffing off of there because that. Hitmontan is a combination of my name, Tanner, and a Pokemon's name that you read about in this book this week. So if now your job is to say, like, the name of the Pokemon. So you've said, what? let's just I kind said, of, if I could yep. just have a minute to try to process this. What you've said yep. is hit, Hitmon. My name is Hitmontan. And then so and Tan a, is a part of your, is part of your name because I know that your name is Tanner. Yep. Um, is it Caterpie? No, and here's a picture of him. Okay, show me a picture. Oh, is it Hitmon? Hitmon Chan. Hitmon Chan. Yeah. And that's the uh, Pokemon. Pokemon name. Okay. And oh, and I, am now, joined, I should do one. And I am joined as I did it for you. And I am joined okay. as always by um well my co-host, but not not my co-host for this show, but my co-host for my other shows. Yeah. Um, Jacklypuff. Jacklypuff. <laughs> I like that a lot. AKA um, yeah. Jack Shepard. And you're supposed to say the name of the Pokemon? And it's Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. Thank yep. you. Yes. I like that Jigglypuff. What a mischief maker. Yeah. What a mischief maker. And, and what a little is... cutie, too. Yes. And he's a little cutie. And he doesn't care if you die. <laughs> this is a Pokemon podcast. Yep. We play through the Pokemon games, gym mm-hmm. by gym, week by week, except this week, Jack, because right. you may have noticed, Bug Catchers, that I'm not talking to Josh Fielstead. What's his Pokemon name? This week? Let's see. Uh, great question. I yep. think Lapras. We owe him that, don't you think? Vile Plume, Togepi, Beedrill. Butterfree, Butterfielst, Raticate. Yeah, I mean, one? we've done. I've done Fialth before. Fialth, that's funny. For Meowth. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably what I would have done here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot great. of basic Pokemon in this in this yeah. book. Um, <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> Bug catchers, Josh uh, couldn't be bothered. Yeah. J- Josh and his husband, Bobby, are moving this weekend from essentially one corner mm-hmm. in Brooklyn to a different corner, like a block and a half away. And apparently it's like so difficult yeah. to hire movers to move you a block yeah. away in Brooklyn that he couldn't record okay, or edit the podcast this weekend. So Great. Uh, no... We are pausing our journey through Hoenn. Um, we are not going to go take on the Elite Four this week. Instead, I've invited my friend Jack here. Call me up from the minor leagues. Yep, to come and do playing triple A ball. Uh, Pokemon the media, Club. a piece of Pokemon media with me. Mm-hmm. And Jack and I have a podcast uh, wherein we read the babysitters club books and then off an offshoot of that podcast that we do on patreon mm-hmm. is wherein we read the little babysitters club little sister books which is kind of the young readers series yeah um and and of course we've gotten through all the babysitters club books and we've gotten through all of the little sister books so the patreon show is kind of pivoting into a young readers book yeah. series um it's somewhere we're very comfortable and i should say because people often um Maybe it's people who are not familiar with podcasts, so this won't apply to the bug catchers. But it's surprising how often when I, when people say, "What's your podcast?" and I say, "We read the Babysitters Club books or we read the Little Sister books," they're like, right. "Oh, isn't that like a copyright violation?" You just it's like read no, it? I don't sit and read it. Right. 
No, we read it and we, dis- we, we read discuss. We read it off it. mic and we discuss yeah. it. Yeah. And that's what we're going to be doing this week. Yeah. We're essentially going to use this as a 45 minute ad for our Patreon. Which yes. We should go. Patreon.com sub- slash BSCC podcast. Become a patron of. Yeah. Um, to listen to more of this kind of stuff, us talking yeah. about Young Readers book series, because mm-hmm. Jack and I picked up a box set of Pokemon Young Readers books, Woo! published by Scholastic, written by Tracy West. We're starting with the first one in the series called Journey to Orange Islands. Yeah. Um, and, you know, from what I can tell, judging on the cover of this book and some of the images within it that are all totally like washed out and grainy mm-hmm. that this is an episode of the pokemon tv show yeah and they novelized that they've it. novelized um so yeah. this is kind of if i may i speak please it's a big year for books 1999 um mm-hmm. you've got neil stevenson's cryptonomicon came out this year yep uh a clash of kings this year Ooh, um, that's the third i think it's the third george R. R. Nice martin the definitive biography of Eleanor of Aquitaine came out in 99, the one okay. by Alison Weir, of course. Um, and this was also the year of White Oleander. Um, oh, right. And they turned that into a, a film, too. Yeah. I think. And then, of course, and um, Journey to Journey the, the Orange Islands. Orange Islands, the novelization of um, one of the episodes, I think it looks like. Yes. Of one, one, yeah, it's one of, of the, the episodes. TV and it's show. by Tracy West. And it's really good. I really enjoyed it. I, I whipped through this one. <laughs> Something we like to do on our show, Jack, mm-hmm. and this is our show, so we yep. shouldn't, we don't need to constantly couch everything we're saying in that. But yeah, something we do on this show, which is our show, mm-hmm. is look up some of these these authors. Yeah, you know, and and try to dig into them a little bit. Yeah, and this this book and this series of books was written by Tracy West. Tracy West, hmm, um, interesting. Did you did you dig into her at all? Well, here's what I got. Uh, uh, so th- two things. Uh, yeah. I haven't dug into her. I have looked at the about the author page. So why don't we start there? Because this is what she wants us to know about her. Okay. Here's what Tracy West says. Tracy Your son West loves dragons, right? My son loves dragons. Yeah. Her new series is called Dragon Masters. Wow. So maybe okay. you want to check that out with. I her. will. I will. Okay. Tracy about, West about the author has been writing books for more than twenty years. She enjoys okay. reading comic books, watching cartoons, and taking long walks in the woods. Looking for wild Pokemon. So Tracy West either lives or thinks she lives in the Pokeverse. And then she put herself in this book, didn't she? Because there's a Tracy does show up in this book, doesn't Tracy? Yeah, but Tracy is a young man. Okay, well. Who's like sort of a... He's he's like like a a, cataloger of Pokemon. Right, 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 yeah. He observes. Yep. So that's all Um, I know about Tracy West. She spends her time in the woods when she's not writing books, which honestly, as much of a masterpiece as this one is, I think you could dash it off in an afternoon. So so she probably has lots of time. I want to sort of set the scene for you, Jack, because you've now read the book and you know that, well, you know, you've got to peek into the the sort of Pokemon narrative Mm -hmm. universe. Yeah. Um, So I feel like I need to warn you that Pokemon does not have what I would say is the greatest track record for narratives that make any kind of sense or are compelling in any way. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I, well, I wasn't going to say, but now I will say that this book suffers from real third act problems. Mm-hmm. It, it just kind of Tracy saves all the action Yeah. <laughs> for the last like two chapters. And like yeah. the book is called journey to the orange Island. Yeah. She, they don't even make it to the orange islands no. until chapter like 18. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, but then they get a lot of work done there, a lot of good work done out there. Yeah, but not really the bulk of what you might expect to happen in a novel called Journey to the Orange Islands. The book ends, and this is a spoiler for this book if you guys were hoping to read it, but you can read it in about 20 minutes. So if you want to just yeah. pause for 20 minutes, that's fine. Yeah. The, the book ends with them being like, now we're at the Orange Islands. Hey, Professor Oak, can I like do a big tournament here? And and it's like, and it ends with Professor Oak being like, yes, you can. The end. Well, <laughs> Professor Oak sends him to get these special pokeballs yeah. in Valencia Island. And then GS they balls. crash land in, in Orange Islands on the way home. And that's when yeah. Ash is like, yeah. I know you're desperate for these balls, but yeah. I'm going to spend six to 12 months training and defeating the orange league here and professor oak is just like sure noted yeah <laughs> looking forward to seeing you again someday yeah. take your time. Uh, what we do on our show this show the yeah. show we're doing now is mm-hmm. um we describe the book yes and we do it via the musical arts mm, yes we often. like to do it and by uh, often i mean every song episode. every week every week a different every week song. we analyze the book yep. that we're reading and we write a parody song yeah. To the tune of a hit song. Yeah, I didn't do that this week. Jack this yeah. tends to go with 90s alt-rock and mm-hmm. indie rock uh, obnoxious kind of okay. smarmy, like, cool tunes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I tend to go with very big pop hits. Broad, yep. easily accessible. Yep. Um, I wrote a song this week Oh, you to did? Great. That's great. Yes. So so you you, even though it does only take about... 20, 30 minutes to get through the book. Um, if you just don't have that time, I will now describe the book to you, Bug Catchers. Yeah. Uh, via song. Yeah, and um, then I'll describe it in prose. So yeah, and I will ask we're really you gonna to mute. Go over this. Yep, I'm going to mute myself. We, we yep. do that so we don't bother each other while um, while the other person is singing. So yeah. I, I, you'll notice, okay. Tanner, that Jack I have is muted, muted so I'm, gonna, I'm just yep. going to get into it here. Um, here we go. Pika, pika. Pika 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 When Oak sends you on your way Special balls to be relayed Invite Brock and Misty to Run into the rocket goons <laughs> On a blimp, you'll have to hunt for a little eggshell runt. And then a talking feline is blasting off again. Pika, pika. Pika, pika. When you're on Valencia, Odd-colored rodentia. Ivy has some balls to loan. Brock decides to call this home. On a blimp, you'll have to hunt for a little eggshell runt. And then a talking feline is blasting off again. We'll fall asleep together, crash land in sunny weather. We'll save a Lapras on the shore. Pika, pika. Pika, pika. 
Pika Pika. It's a guitar solo here. Rivers Cuomo is just rocking out. We'll talk about our stance on Weezer when, when I'm done here. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lot to it. say. I mean, a little bit. On a blimp, you'll have to hunt for a little egg-shaped runt. <laughs> and then a talking feline is blasting off again. We'll fall asleep together. Crash land in sunny weather. We'll save a Lapras on the shore. Pika Pika. We'll save a Lapras on the shore. <laughs> okay. You can, you can unmute and come back now. Great. That was really beautiful. Thank you. And I got, I think, a, most of the plot. You got most of the plot, yeah. It was really well done, um, and uh, a perfect song selection. Kind of um, late, overripe, slightly stinky Weezer. Weezer, like the kind of stuff that's definitely going to end up in like a car commercial, and that's exclusively yeah. why they wrote it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they're like, God, I hope someone buys this for a car commercial and pays yeah. us a million dollars. We talk about Weezer a little bit on this show, Jack. Oh, okay. Josh is a yeah. Weezer fan. Um, he, I think, has defended Weezer in the past, but recognizes okay. that current Weezer is not really up to snuff. My stance on Weezer, as I've made clear on our show, this show, Jack, yeah. is that um, at one point in time, I really loved Weezer, as did yeah. we all. Yeah, as did um, we all. Yeah. And then the, as did all Americans. The, the lately Weezer has become so bad that it's actually it's made the old Weezer become bad. The entire catalog of Weezer that's so bad. That that's now, accurate. I yeah. think Weezer is kind of a joke in general. I think probably Pinkerton gets saved from the um, the the time detritus that uh, Weezer has thrown back at its own catalog. Yeah. Um, but even the Blue Album is not untarnished. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's how we describe the books on this podcast, our podcast. Yep, 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 um, yep. And then now Jack will just kind of start to get I'll into it. I'll just say it. We've taken yep. notes. We've got segments. We'll just kind of get into it now. We're going to get into it. You, by the end of this episode, if nothing else, friends, you're going to know what happened in this book. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. If, if not already. And I honestly, we could probably just... We could just read it. But I think the <laughs> issue is, even if we just read it, we wouldn't yeah. have enough episode yeah, we wouldn't, there. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we're going to kind of draw it out. We're going to do some analysis. Yeah. Um, I do think, I mean, it, usefully, it, it has a couple of, it, it, it follows loosely um, the trajectory of the Odyssey, of course. Yep. Um, and then it, it, it pulls from some of the um, kind of um, allegorical scenes in Pilgrim's Progress. That's Canterbury's Tale? Canterbury's uh, tale? No, it's uh, John Bunyan. Oh, okay. Paul Bunyan. Nope. This big blue ox, babe. No, no. Uh, so there's lots there's lots of analysis to do, but I'll just say what happens in the novel. Um, what's happened? Well, guess what? Uh, Professor Oak, who is uh, not a good babysitter. Uh, of no, and no children. one's asked him to be one. No, <laughs> I guess not. But he's like, hey, can you go on a dangerous mission to collect a big Pokemon egg? No. No. That's not right. He yeah. asked them to go to the Orange Islands to collect a rare ball. 
Yeah, and Pokeball bug catchers. Before be... you say, before you say this, yes. bug catchers. Oh, wh- why can't he just transport it? Because that's what they Vehicle do. Because you can like... only carry six balls at right. a time. But yeah. and the, but and so they transport them to Professor Oak's laboratory. Well, guess what? This ball. Part of what's rare and weird about it is it's resistant to transporting. Right. You have to manually carry. You gotta it. go get it, and you yeah. gotta send children to do it. And you have um, to send children to do it. You have to send children, and so Professor Oak's like children's okay, it's... hearts are uncorruptible. Yeah, they won't be uh, influenced by the Pokeballs' dark whispers. Yes, and of course, like elves, dwarves, men, yep, even the eagles. And I go, I know it's like, why? Why didn't the eagles just fly them to Valencia yeah. Island? And it's like, well, because yeah. the eagles would have been corruptible. Obviously, they would have been corruptible. Exactly. Exactly. So the eagles couldn't fly them. They have to go yeah. on their own. It's got to be the least among us. Yep. Um, and so they send Ash and the usual crew. Ash and Brock and Misty and 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 Brock's like maybe there'll be babes there. Yeah, and of course. Like, okay, Brock. Well, and he does on. find a babe there, and he does find babes, and Professor then just decides Ivy. to stay. Yeah. <laughs> he he um. Well, and that's I guess. Do you want to get into it now? <laughs> sure, it's your show. Oh, <laughs> uh, and we have a segment on our show, this show, called the. Conflagration of the Fortnite, and that yes. is just sort of a fancy way to say burn of the week. It's the way we say burn of the week. We're very fancy and elite on our show. Yeah, because we make people pay for it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've got a burn. Did you catch a burn this week? Yeah, I caught a couple. They're in Valencia Island. They've interacted with Professor Ivy and her three identical triplet daughters or so this is the stuff that comes or... that comes from so traditional sort of Christian allegory, yeah. like Pilgrim's Progress. You know, you have these like obvious, like two dimensional characters right. who clearly stand in for, let's say, Christian virtues or or okay. vices. Right. Okay. Um, and so there are these three girls on the island called Charity, Faith, and Hope. And right. They all look the same. Yeah. They're sort of little um, dorks with big glasses. Yeah, and so th- this is the test, I think, for Brock. Is is you know Brock who is is not without sin himself. Um, lust. Um, but what has he found on the island? Envy. Not he came to the island with lust in his eyes and in his heart. But what did he find on the island? Charity. Charity, hope, and hope, faith. and faith. And they're all babes, and he's going to stay on the island with them. Yeah, I think they're children. Um, oh, okay, but they're babes to Brock, aren't they? Doesn't he say they're? I think he it's, thinks Professor Ivy is a babe. Oh, it's Professor. I think, I, no, they're teens. It says they're three teenage girls. Oh, okay. So well, they're then, yeah, his age. He would, he would think they're babes. Um, yeah. I will draw your attention to page 35, and I'm, I'm curious, just sort of okay. like, you're, you're sort of the resident horn dog on our show. Yeah, thanks for saying on that. On our show. Yeah. Um, you mm-hmm. will f- often, th- there's the, the little Babysitter's Club Little Sister books are tastefully mm-hmm. illustrated by a woman named Susan Tang. Yes. And she will sometimes depict like teachers or or mothers of Stony yeah. Brook, Connecticut, in her illustrations, and yeah. J- uh, Jack will get very horny over them sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah, and really mm-hmm. horn out. And, and that's not my fault, and that's Susan Tang's fault, and you can take that up with her. Yeah, and you're just you're a red blooded man, aren't you? I'm a red blooded man. <laughs> and page thirty five, yeah, we have a depiction of Professor, Professor Ivy. Ivy. She's she's got sort of bedroom eyes. Yeah. Um, I'm just, you know, as the resident horn. She dog. doesn't really have a nose to speak of. Yeah, she's an anime though. Here's the thing about Professor Ivy that I'll say: what attracts me to her, yeah. and uh, and you are attracted to her. It's her brain, though. Oh, she's right. a her professor. Intelligence. Yeah, and it's her intelligence, and that's yeah. that's what I like. Here's my burn. So, yep. At um, 
Ash and the others followed Faith, Hope, and Charity into the building and to a living area. Ash couldn't believe it. Piles and piles of dirty dishes filled the kitchen area. In the living room, clothes and empty food wrappers covered the floors and furniture. Professor Ivy shrugged. We get so wrapped up in our Pokemon work that we don't have time to clean, she said. We call this place our little dump. Dumps are a lot cleaner, Ash remarked. <laughs> Good. Uh, I Before I do my burn, just kind of pivoting off of what you've said here, can we speak a little bit about Professor Ivy? And specifically, can we ask, what kind of an operation is she running here? Yeah, it's sort of confusing. <laughs> well, so like two things happen that are very bad. Thing number one, she's like, so first of all, like they're like, oh, you know, making small talk. Hey, Professor Ivy, oh, have you raised these Pokemon yourself? And then she's like, that's right. I've dedicated myself to them, and I couldn't be happier. Yeah. It's like, okay, Professor Ivy, feel like tone it down to a notch. It. You feel very defensive right now. Yeah. And then the next thing, for this person who's, like, dedicated her life to these Pokemon, quote, unquote, a, a but, like, Brock is like, hey, it looks like you're Butterfree or starving to death. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, why don't I, like, mix up these berries with some cereal, and that's what they actually eat. And she's like, oh, that's so smart. Thanks for making them eat. I've it's just like, been feeding them sawdust. You're starving your butterfree. And then later, um, she's, like, talking about the um, poisoning habits of the vile plume. Yeah. And it, like, almost poisons eradicate. Right, and then she and she in like jumps takes, in the way in the, the way of it and takes a hit and, like, almost dies. And it's like, aren't you supposed to be a... I don't know. What's happening here? This should be shut down for code violations. I think, like, she's, like, she lied on her resume, you know? Yeah. And now it's, like, too bit too late to go back. Yeah. So. Yeah. She's clearly a wreck. She's out of her She league. can't keep her house together at, at all. Yeah. I'll tell you my burns if yeah, you like. Yeah, burn, please. Okay. Can I give you two? Yeah. I, I mean, that's by. Two. I want one, too, then. By doing, if we both do two burns, we will have covered most of this book. Right. Okay. But I'm, I, I suspect one of yours is probably my second one. So uh, this is right at the beginning yep. of the novel. Yeah. Um, it's it, the novel opens with this scene. Ash is kind of reflecting on how happy he, his life is. Right. Um, and he's with his best friends and he's training Pokemon, which is what he loves to do. Ash, I need you to run a very important errand for me, Professor Oak said. Ash Ketchum beamed. Professor Oak was going to entrust him with an important mission. Ash felt proud. Of course, I asked my grandson Gary to go, Professor Oak said, but he was busy with another Pokemon adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Ash. And, you know, to add insult to injury, I know you're not too familiar with Gary, but he's, um, no. I call him Bad Josh. Bad Josh? You always have a nemesis in every Pokemon game. And in the okay. first Pokemon game, Pokemon Red and Blue, your nemesis is technically called Gary, I call him okay. Bad Josh. Bad He's Josh. He's sort okay. of a, a bit of a uh, rascal. He's the type of dude who will not bother to show up at your podcast record because he's moving across the street. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Or okay. and you know he'll push you over and say smell you later and stuff like that. Yeah, so, that's implying like that Josh. you smell obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's kind of who we're dealing with here. So you know it's it's bad enough that we were option two. Yeah. But option one was this this kind of stinker. Yeah, yeah. Gary. Tough. Yeah. Tough. Um, continue with the plot. Um, okay, yeah. Um, I will I will not do a second burn, because that, at that point we'll have read basically this whole book. But we got to save will, some. That will be a copyright violation. Yeah. So they, uh, they've they got to get this big egg, and they- It's um, not an egg, it, it's a Pokemon ball. Yeah. What you're confusing, here's where you're confused, is yeah. Misty has a Pokemon called Togepi, who is a big yeah. egg. So this is, I think, what the, what the to- Togepi- mm-hmm. um, 
that's a uh, th- again in this sort of loose allegory. Oh, I forgot you novel. sort of like you spent some time in Italy. You probably read that as like Tajepi or something like that, right? I think that you would need another I in there to be Tajepi. Okay. The uh, Togepi um, is still in the eggshell from which it is hatched, and I think this is very much a statement about Ash's sort of inability to let go of childish things. She's missing. Togepi Pokemon, is a though. a reflection of how Ash is. Okay. Right. It, Ash, metaphorically speaking, is still in his eggshell. He's not let it go. Okay. He's like a baby. He's being a baby, and we we see this at, at later he in the. He pilots a blimp and fights ghosts. And he's tricked on the and onto the same the haunted blimp twice. Let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> he does get tricked into to this is journeying a novel, on a, the same haunted blimp. Twice, I, if yes. I had to to describe this novel in one short sentence, it is a novel about th- three of the world's most credulous blimp goers. <laughs> they um, they like nothing will keep them from getting on a blimp. I'm so, you know? I'm obsessed with so I so I'm obsessed with these blimp guys. I we've haven't got past the just because I keep saying egg. I think it's a problem. Yeah, and it keeps triggering you, and yeah. it makes me want to keep saying it. But yeah. they're going to get a big pokeball, and they um th- they're like Brock is like, well, it's going to take six weeks in the rowboat to get there. Right. Like if only we could afford a blimp, but we can't. And then like two like very thinly disguised um, Team Rocket people are like. Oh, I can't help but overhear your problems. Luckily, there's a blimp lottery happening right and, now. And you've won. And you've won it. Congrats. Yeah. And and they're like, okay, sure. Um, Something you should know, though. Yeah. The blimp is yeah. Well, so this is These are the guys I'm obsessed with. These are the blimp guys. And I want to, if we may, delve briefly into their motivations. These I would are love, actual. Jack, Yeah. I would love to delve into their motivations. Okay, great. This is not Team After Rocket. this break. Okay, perfect. And that's something I do to Josh every week, that's too. That's fun. That does I sound fun. Yeah. Lead him on into starting a new segment, and then I'll cut him off and say, no, let's go take a break. Perfect. Love it. Jack, I'm sorry I, I interrupted you when you were getting excited about I was getting something. really excited. This is the thing yeah. I'm most excited about in this novel. Okay. Um, let me just read this passage. So yeah. these are real workers. So like they've been tricked by w- what is obvious to any of us, Team Rocket, even I, a, a, a Pokemon neophyte, right. knew that this was clearly Team Rocket. Yeah. You know, one of them's like, a mouse with a mustache. A mouse. A Meowth with a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> um, a talking Meowth. Yeah, a talking Meowth. Anyway. so But then they, like, go into the, like, blimp parking lot, and there are yeah. a couple of blimp workers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the following exchange happens. Is this the blimp to Valencia Island? Ash asked. One of the workers, a short man with a mustache, raised his eyebrows. You're not here for a blimp ride, are you? He asked. (laughs) Yes, sir, Ash said. We won tickets. The other worker looked shocked. How much are you getting paid? (laughs) Paid? Ash asked. What do you mean? The worker with the mustache looked around cautiously. Everyone knows that blimp is haunted, he said in a loud whisper. And I guess, well, it's a also things. like decrepit. Yeah, like it's, 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 it's falling apart. And it, one of the most beautiful pieces of prose that Tracy West has in this novel, Ash says, 
Metal beams and staircases surrounded them. It reminded Ash of a big skeleton. So the blimp itself is is undead in a, in a right. way that's very evocative and described very well. But my question, my question, well, is twofold. One, I didn't realize this book was going to be scary. Yeah. Yeah, and I should warn you. You should have it's done a scare warning. Scare warning. And we'll do it now, and we'll yep. put it at the top of the episode. Except we won't, because we're not editing this one. Okay. Because yep. Josh edits the show. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So we're just going to, I'm going to slap music on this one and just call it a day. Josh Josh would have put a scare warning at the top of the he episode. He would have. But that's a lot like of work. This. So, scare warning. Scare warning. Prepare to piss your pants. And that's what we say anytime the Babysitter's Club books are scary. Yeah. Yeah. Which is frequently. Which is often, yeah. Yeah. Especially the little sister books for young yep. readers. Um, yep. So that's scary. It's a haunted blimp. But then I guess I'm just like interested in these guys. They like work in a blimp parking well, lot. Well, let me ask you a question about haunted blimps real quick before we move on yeah, to of the course. guys. Yeah. Is you have some awareness of the Pokemon universe, mostly mm-hmm. because Josh and I have dragged you kicking and screaming yeah. <laughs> Exclusively into the Pokemon universe, that, frankly. Yeah. A few times now. Yeah. Are you familiar with um, types? Types. Pokemon oh yeah, there's have... grass types, there's um, water types, there's yep. uh, plant ones. Yes. I'm going to list a few Pokemon to you, and you tell me, just kind of take a guess at what their type is. Sure, that sounds fun. Ghastly. Uh, gas type. Haunter. Ghost type. Gengar. Ghost They're type. all ghost types. They're all ghost Jack. types. Okay, yeah. So I'm, I guess my confusion is why is Jigglypuff around the driving? haunted blimp. Yeah. Is why is that such a notable thing? Yeah, because there's a lot of haunted places. There's a lot Pokemon, of haunted because there's a whole type of Pokemon called ghost type Pokemon. It's not. It it w- shouldn't read to them the same way it would read in your world if you like ordered a if you like called for an Uber and then like yeah. a scary crone came to you just as the Uber arrived and said, "Don't get in that Uber. It's haunted." You would be like, "Okay, or- I will not." Or to, to like make it a real world example, if I were getting on a blimp and someone what was said, not hey, real world about that? Hey, that blimp is full of raccoons. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. I'd be yeah, like, I see. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Nah, I'm just not going to. Yeah. Like how full of raccoons? Like, and, and they're like workers <laughs> at the blimp park. Like that, you can trust them. Yeah. No, like, there are a lot of raccoons. <laughs> I guess they blimp. asked they asked Team Rocket about it, and Team Rocket is like still in their disguises. They're like, oh, that must be a rival blimp company. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of blimp companies in that's in the, good stuff. Uh, Poker um, Earth, yeah. I have a well, so we have a, a hit segment on our show, this yeah. show mm-hmm. that we do, yep. Um, and it kind of has a little bit of an intro that I guess I'll do, okay. It's called Is this true? <laughs> um, I don't know how blimps work. Yeah, I guess no. Um, I have some frame of thinking around blimps, mostly informed by some um, media I've seen on the internet of a blimp called the Hindenburg exploding yeah, I'm into with fire. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm gonna read a passage here. A bright flash of light filled the blimp, and two Pokemon appeared. Arbok, Jesse's Pokemon, looked like a large purple snake. Weezing, a poison-type Pokemon, looked like a dark cloud of gas with two heads. Arbok, use your bite attack, Jesse commanded. Ash reacted quickly. Pikachu, Thundershock, now, he ordered. 
Pikachu didn't hesitate. The yellow Pokemon built up an electric charge in its body, then released it into the air. And keep in mind that they're in the body of the blimp. Yeah. For this Pokemon battle. Like, in the yeah, the blimp. In the, in the, in the oh, they're not they've, in the, they've like, the little basket into underneath. the actual, like, structure yeah. of the blimp to, to find the That's Togepi not good, off. okay, to do. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure if someone did a lightning bolt in there, yeah, wouldn't it explode? I See, I'm not a scientist. Okay. Are, but you I, blimp, are you a blimp? Do you know anything about blimps? I don't know anything about blimps. I'm not a scientist, and I'm not a safety expert. And yet, right. I still feel OSHA. fairly, I'm not OSHA. Yeah. I feel fairly confident that you shouldn't do a big electric burst inside the um, balloon part of the I blimp. I think it makes them explode. Yeah, I think that's what happened at the Hindenburg. Is a, um, They did a big thundershock. Yeah. It was a disa- it's a famous disaster. It's a famous disaster. It's literally it's one the, of the, oh, the most humanity. famous disasters. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the guy says. Yeah. So I mean, that's just, you know, yeah. I don't know anything about blimps, but I know you shouldn't do thundershocks. You them. shouldn't do that. And then if you've had one blimp crash, and they, they all seem like fairly sanguine about the blimp crash. Yeah. Team Rocket just parachutes out. Yeah, they have this Meowth hot air balloon, and they're also all being terrorized by a Gigglypuff who's like... Is it Gigglypuff or Jigglypuff? Uh, I, you know, I think it's open to interpretation. Okay. Like Gif-Jif kind of thing. Okay. Um. There's a Gigglypuff who keeps chasing them all around and trying to do a move called Sing on everyone. Yeah, which it's makes funny. You fall asleep. And I know this from when I played Pokemon with you. Yeah, I had one who did that. To do sing. It was the most annoying thing because, like, no yeah, matter yeah. what, your whole team just goes to sleep. Yeah, Josh and I call it Mayor Sleep, okay. which is a iteration of Mayor Cheat, which is what we call one another when we're cheating, which is derived from Pete Buttigieg's nickname. Got it. During the Democratic primary. Perfect. When yep. he used the computers to... I got it. You brought me there. Yeah. You brought me there. The ghost is is Gigglypuff. The ghost is He's Gigglypuff. He's wearing a sheet. S- someone has put a sheet on Gigglypuff. Mayor Sheet. Mayor Sheet. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gigglypuff is Mayor Sheet in this yeah. one. Um, and the, I guess the blimp is just sort of owned by and... and it's unclear whose blimp it is. The abode of. You would think that Tracy West would have gone into that because no one's driving it. Maybe it's owned by no Gigglypuff. No one owns it. No, yeah, I think Jigglypuff owns or Gigglypuff owns the blimp and lives there. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's confusing. It's it's rickety. It's all Team Rocket yeah. leaves. They crash land into Valencia Island. They meet up with. Yeah, Professor Ivy and her three pious, and she's doing daughters. a terrible job. She's she's uh, running. Well, her... we should say, yeah, Valencia Island is unique in that. All the Pokemon here are um, funny. They have funny colors. Yes. They're not the normal colors you would expect them to be. And that means, but they're not shinies either. Yeah. Do you know know what that means, Jack? They're not shinies. I can tell you when I was a a very young boy um, growing up in England, uh, we would collect football cards. Okay. And that's, it's soccer. Oh, soccer. Okay. Not American football. um, But but some of them would be shiny. Like um, Emmett Smith, they were more valuable, and so Bo Jackson. We called those shinies. Bo Jackson is a double threat. It's, it's soccer. baseball and forget it football. So is it like that? Uh, yeah, exactly. No, yeah. it is exactly like that. Mm-hmm. That is exactly Good. what it is. Shinies are different colored. Yeah, Pokemon. They're uh, shine. So they're different. They're a little different, but like not much is done with that. No, not yet. Although I will say, I read I read ahead a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the the last page is next in the series, Secret of the Pink Pokemon. 
Okay, so it's going to matter. The Orange Islands are weird. Ash and the gang discover Pokemon they've never seen before, like a crystal onyx and a pink Rhyhorn. Can you describe to me and explain to me, because I'm sure there's some lore around this, and I imagine you um, have a lot more understanding than I do, but I found this incredibly creepy. Okay. Um, can you tell me what's going on here? The friends left the trail and walked into the building. This is after they've they've crashed their blimp, and no one seems too concerned about it. Right. A red-haired woman in a nurse's uniform stood behind a desk. Sure, Welcome to the Pokemon Center, she said. I'm Nurse Joy. Some things never change, Ash said. So far, there was a Nurse Joy in every Pokemon Center he had visited. They all looked alike. I find that horrifying. Yeah, it's... I don't know that much about it. We would really need... The Pokemon expert, Josh Fiel, said here, but again, he's too busy, like, I don't know what, like, packing up his, like, crystal dragon collection, <laughs> walking it over a block and a half to his new apartment. And he couldn't that could take all day to. sometimes. I know. Well, they're precious. <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry, I said crystal, they're pewter. Although some of them do have, like, crystal, crystal, like crystal sort of eyes elements stuff. to them. Okay. Yeah. Well, no wonder he couldn't make it. Um, he's really the Pokemon expert, so he would know for sure. But yeah, there is a Nurse Joy in every town. I think they're all different people who are related. There's also an Officer Jenny in each town, and nobody's uh, sort of like a Pokemon wa- people remark officer. on it. They're aware of it's it. It's noticeable. Yeah, people concerned know. about it. No, 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 no. They, I, it's you know, it's just one of those things. Okay, it's like this family of people who all look identical have decided to become the nurses of. Everything. Everything. And they, it looks like they need... I was like, why do you need a nurse? And it's like, well, because these professors, like absent-minded professors, are constantly letting vile plumes poison blow their everybody. poison darts at eradicates and almost kill everybody. <laughs> right. And eradicate is historically one of my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the week. Okay. So I'm actually... You're puking right now. I w- I'm puking, and I'm puking with my thumbs up at Radicate being annihilated by okay. Vileplume's poison darts. Okay, yes. Yeah. And did you—sorry, I forgot to tell you that you would need to bring a Joshi Sweetie. Oh, okay. Week. So you do you make me barf, and I can do Jack it's, Sweetie? It's, and I want to clarify, it's you make me barf. You make me barf. Not okay. you make me barf. We have received some comments on that lately. It's you, E-W, make me barf Pokemon. And mine so, is Radicate. And who's your Joshy Sweetie this week? Well, my my Jack's. Can I call it Jack Sweetie, or does it probably just should I, we be Joshy Sweetie? Like, yeah, we'd have okay. to. There's like, a branding and everything. And, I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this my Josh's Sweetie this week. So listen, I think that the what Tracy West wants me to pick is either Togepi because it's got this colorful eggshell, and and no, thank you, yeah. or the Butterfree that they're starving because <laughs> um, right. it's cute and it like is really grateful when Brock. What about Meryl? Listen, the th- I don't know. Uh, if it's, you're you're having sort of a mouse thing in your house right now. I'm having right? I'm having a, a a rodent issue in my house. So maybe moment. you don't want. So it's not rodentia it's, from it's, my song. I don't want rodentia. Listen, the the sweetest cutest Pokemon ho, ho, ho. in this book, the sweetest Pokemon is Jigglypuff. Yeah, Jigglypuff is. I just uh, I really like his energy in this book. Like he like, I think he's I think to read between the lines, Jigglypuff has purchased a blimp. <laughs> yeah, and. Like from some some folks who are running a, a successful blimp operation, right? 
And he's like, I'm going to sit on this blimp and pretend to be a ghost. Yeah. Until An anyone audience. gets on it. And then when it's in the air, I'm going to sing to them. And it's out of the pure joy and love of my heart. But I am aware that they will go to sleep and die because the blimp will crash. The blimp will crash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's I cute think it's and just, fun. It's it's he wants one last shebang, yeah. you know. Yeah, the little jigglypuff, like yeah. go out with a go out with a, a blaze of glory. Yeah, singing your heart out as Beautiful. your blimp yeah, erupts and, in yeah. fire from a thunderbolt. So we should say that on the way back, and again, this is despite the third act problems that this novel does suffer from. Yeah. Tracy West <laughs> killing it with this. On the way back, like we know that it would take six weeks to get on a um, boat, yeah. And so they're, they're like, they go back to the like port, and they're lo and behold, there's like a blimp waiting, right? And like, th- like a cat and two, two people like with, mu- all, with mustaches that they've never <laughs> seen before, like hey, blimp here, free blimp rides, and Ash oh, and Mister like tricked, sweet, you got tricked on the way out here, yeah. Well, you oh. must still have your free blimp ride tickets. Man. And Ash is like, I do have still have yeah. my free blimp ride tickets. And of course, it's Team Rocket again. Yeah. Jigglypuff tricks Ash and, and uh, Brock stays behind to live with the uh, babes. Brock stays t- behind to live with the babes. Um, but Jigglypuff makes Ash and Misty fall asleep. They crash land into the Orange Islands, their yeah. destination all along. Yeah. They meet up with Tracy, who's the new Brock. Yeah, they chase off some hoodlums. They save a Lapras's life. There's kind of a tearful goodbye to Brock. It it seems like to me as a again a neophyte, um, I was surprised that this would be the novel where they get rid of Brock, but it yeah. it did seem like that he was like this is it. I'm out. Like this is the end for me. Goodbye, this friend. This is where I live. He now. even yeah. he qu- took he quotes. Um, you seen Chucky Child's Play? Sure. Remember um, in Child's Play at the end where um, Chuck he, uh, the kid throws Chucky in the fire. Yep. And then Chucky's like, we're friends to the end, remember? And then the kid goes, this is the end, friend. That's, that's funny. Good. But that's what um, Brock says. Yeah. I guess this is goodbye. We will miss you. Brock held out his hand. Friends to the end, right? Friends to the end. And then he was sort of burned to death. Yes. I mean, implied. Immolated. Yep. So and that, then so yeah and then the, the whole the third act happens and the team rocket tries to kidnap this Lapras and they yeah. save its life. And oh yeah, there's it's I a forgot baby about Lapras. the Lapras. Yeah, it's a and kind then, of like a walrus type Pokemon. No, I wouldn't say so. Okay, it's got a sort turtle like shell. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a shell. It's sort of like a Loch Ness monster. It's it's giving me come hither eyes. It's got on, bedroom eyes. On the back yeah, of the book. it's got yeah. bedroom eyes. Um, but the, the, these trainers are are maltreating it. The, the the hoodlums they're like hoodlum boys and they yeah. get chased off by Tracy who's the new Brock and I think will join Ash and Misty on the continuing adventure next one yeah in the Pokemon Young Readers series mm-hmm. published by Scholastic and written by Tracy West she Jack, read all of these yes she did did you buy the box set or did you just buy this one I just got the one you're but gonna have to go back that and was a mistake you, I know you I know you're a completionist yeah I know you're gonna want to finish these now. Yeah, you I'm a young son. You have a three-year-old son. He's going to want to read. He's going to want to know. Right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe if Josh can't hold up his end of things again in the near future, we'll kind of have you back on to mm-hmm. explore the next book, uh, Pokemon, Secret of the Pink Pokemon. Yep. Can't wait. By Tracy West. In the meantime, Jack, this has been Experience Share. Mm-hmm. 
a Pokemon podcast starring me, Hitmontan, and you, Jacklypuff. Jacklypuff. <laughs> yep. Uh, Bug Catchers, thank you for joining us. Jack, thank you for joining me. Please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. And do follow us on Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers. It's an active community where, I don't know, people yell at me for, for getting little facts wrong. <laughs> that sounds and fun. I have to defend myself. <laughs> um, buy our merch, uh, expsharemerch.com. We've got lots of fun stuff up. Nintendo keeps... Copyright striking us, so if you <laughs> see a design that you were excited to buy and it's not up there, it's because we had to take it down and tweak it, but we'll get it up um, very soon again, so keep an eye out for all of those great designs. We will be back next week to continue our journey through the Hoenn region and take on the Elite Four with our teams there, and then it's on to the Gen 2 version of Kanto. Jack, are you excited about that? <sighs> wow, cannot wait. Yeah. Gen 2. Jack, anything crazy. you want to plug while you're here? Yeah. Uh, th- if you like this, what if this all the time? And it's the Little Sister Big Episode show on Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. Or you could listen to the free version of our show, which is just the Babysitter's Club Club. For now. For now. All right. Great. Jack, will you find a kind of belabored way to just sort of say goodbye in a very ordinary way to me um what what do you mean by that i just need you to to find a way to, to like make a segue into saying a it's find a way to segue into saying goodbye to me but the a goodbye cannot be embellished at all it just needs to be a pretty simple goodbye because okay. i'm going to follow it up with josh's signature line then okay okay um tanner what i would like to say to you today is uh, farewell and valedictions, and um, may um, your journey to the Orange Islands be uh, free of uh, jigglypuffs. Jack, bug catchers, smell you later. <laughs>